camp of you. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The popular music streaming service Spotify dropped its wrapped playlist this week. Spotify wrapped showcases each user's top songs of the year and the songs they had on repeat and the artists that they just couldn't get enough of. While we love sharing our favorite tunes, we also have some questions about what the streaming service has going on behind the curtain and how much the app benefits music makers themselves. So we have a few of them with us now. On the line is Che Rhymefest. Smith, Chicago hip-hop artist and humanitarian. Hey, Che. Hey, Sasha. How are you? Good. Good to talk with you again. You as well. In the studio with us is Tammy McCann, award-winning Chicago singer. Hey, Tammy. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Doing well. And also we have Isabel Reedy, lead singer of the indie pop band Izzy True. Welcome back, Izzy. Hello. So, Tammy, at the top there, we were listening to one of your favorite songs of the year. Tell us why you like it. Uh, why I like it is because of the amazing young woman that sings it. Her name is Samara Joy. And when you listen to her music, that is what you and that's what you experience. Such pure joy. Yes. I look for music that uh, inspires me. And uh, she's one of the young musicians that uh, have just come on the scene. I think she's 22. And wow. she's got a lifetime and career a great waiting song. for her. It's yeah. called Linger a While. Yes. Really good tune. Um, so what did you think when you saw your Spotify wrapped? Like, I mean, did a bunch of your friends start sharing their lists <laughs> on social media? You know, I find that um, I'm usually kind of hunkered into the music that I'm listening to. And so through my children, I get uh, different suggestions, actually. <laughs> so um, a lot of the older music that I'm involved in um, didn't really pop up as much. But, you know. I... Yeah. What about you, Che? What did you think when you saw your list? My list? Yeah, your Spotify rap list. Yeah, well, you know, what when I see my Spotify rap list, I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of international music, so it kind of looks like um the United Nations, it kind of looks like <laughs> the world. It's, it's very colorful, it's very like Brazil and Afrobeat and a little hip hop yes. and some old school soul. So, you know, it kind of it kind of looks like uh my Spotify list like when I saw it, it's like I wish I could live in this world. Yeah, mm. yeah, I love that. And I kind of felt the same way with mine. I mean, I remember when you know when it breaks down the genre, your top genres, and I think it was like rap, R and B, reggae, and then it was like Hollywood. I was like, what's Hollywood? But apparently, I've been <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> um, Izzy, you loved a song called "Bothered" by Lust Sick Puppy. Let's listen. Okay, I'm awake. <laughs> yes. I'm up now. This is a banger. Why'd you like the song? Um, so uh, Lustig Puppy is a really amazing artist out of New York City, and I had the um, pleasure of listening to her. I believe her pronouns are she, her, uh, play at the Empty Bottle earlier this year, but I just, it's so high energy and, like, manic and exciting, and she's an incredible performer, and... Um, I don't know. It's just music that has made me more excited than I have been about music in a while. <laughs> when, do you, when do you listen to tunes like that? Is is this like first thing in the morning or so <laughs> do you I... wait a little later in the day? <laughs> uh, weirdly, for a musician, I am not much of a music listener. But <laughs> I listen to books. But me too. I don't know what that is. It's something know. about making it. I don't know. But when I do listen to music... It's because I'm in a very, like, it's usually when I'm driving. We listen to a lot of music on tour. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, it's definitely driving music for me. We're running around kind of stuff. So let's get into the tea. Spotify <laughs> has become such a big part of the way that people listen to music nowadays, right? What do you think about the streaming service? You first, Tammy. What do I think about the streaming service? I think that uh, since there were musicians, there were um, uh, platforms in place to present their music, uh, to control their music and monetize their music. I really don't think that Spotify, they may be the what everybody's laser focused on right now, but I don't, I don't see how they're different than anybody else. And a lot of that power that they have is given to them by the artist. Mm. So as artists, we have to decide how we want our music presented and we have to move as one. And so them and um, platforms like them are going to continue to do what they want to do until we establish that we want something different. Izzy, do you feel like Spotify is a good way for people to find your music? No. (laughs) Why do you say that? Um, Spotify is a company that is built on a predatory model. Um, Basically, they pay artists uh, what's known as a pro rata in a pro rata model. Uh, Basically, they pull the total number of streams and then they have this convoluted system for paying artists out, which ends up waiting towards uh, major labels. It ends up waiting towards the people who make the most music. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this, but when you listen to an artist's song, that money for that stream does not go to the artist. It goes into a pool, which is then pulled from um, mm. by, you know, mm-hmm. and the weight, the way that that's, those deals are made are made behind closed doors. We don't have a lot of information on how that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'd say the general public yeah. has no idea None. of yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, while I think the nice thing about streaming platforms is they offer access like across a broad spectrum. Unfortunately, the way that they're laid out right now is a way that is built on stealing from artists. And a lot of people don't think about this aspect of it, but a huge part of their business model is is predicated on selling data. So you pay them prescription, you know, you pay them a subscription fee for them to collect and sell your data as a listener. <laughs> oh dear. Rhymefest, your music's on Spotify? Absolutely. I think I think Izzy makes a, a great point about you know the so for instance I uh, participated in writing a song called Glory with John Legend and, and Common. Yeah, just Let's a little say, song, a tiny song. <laughs> yes, small Oscar <laughs> yeah. so, um, you know, <laughs> so let's say that song streams uh, thirty to fifty million times. As a co-writer on the song, I get fifty dollars. And we're talking about 30 million streams, and I get $50. However, I do understand, you know, and I'm not blaming nor defending Spotify. You know, uh, as a public, we have this insatiable, sometimes narcissistic and even dangerous need for validation by oversharing music and the way we, you know, uh, receive information online and streaming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of think, you know, there's going to... When the 1996 Telecommunications Act relaxed regulations so that Murdoch could buy all of the TV stations and iHeart could buy all of the radio stations, Mm. that was a wink and a nod to these people now who know that there's no regulations around Mm -hmm. uh, the the way, you know, uh, the business is ran. And and the change is going to have to be 
through regulation and legislation. However, it also has to be a will of the consumer. And and the consumer is so comfortable with surveillance because of convenience Mm. that there there, there is no will. So, yes, I agree with Izzy. It is predatory practices that's also okay by the user. Mm-hmm. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Spotify Wrapped dropped this week, and we're hearing what some Chicago artists think about the music streaming service, good and bad. We're joined by Rhymefest hip-hop artist and humanitarian Tammy McCann, award-winning singer, and Isabel Reedy, lead singer of indie pop band Izzy True. Um, you know, one feature that people do like about Spotify is that it tracks our listening history, right? And it shows us what songs we listen to most among you know, other statistics. Are you worried about Spotify knowing so much about your listening habits, Izzy? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, what gives me pause about this is, you know, obviously musical music is such an emotional experience for so many of us. And it tells, you know, anybody who might be listening, who might be watching, you know, how we're feeling. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, I feel like it exposes us to manipulation. Um, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily, they're not thinking about that. But, you know, if you look at the way that, the ways that, you know, Instagram is sending these ads to us at different times of day, it's getting better and better, better and better at figuring out like what we're going to click on, how much we open up our hearts to these companies yeah. is a little mm, scary, you know? Yeah. Well, what do you think, Tammy? I mean, how could this streaming service be made better for listeners? Hmm. The listening experience. I think that because it is curated by us, it gives the um, the uh, idea of control, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, we control it. I pick the songs. But do you really? The songs that you are interested in and then they, they send something else to you. Are they sending you a song that a label has paid them to send to you? Are they sending you a song that you're really interested in? I think there's so many layers to it um, that, as you said, uh, Izzy, as the listener... Uh, there's so much that we don't know. There's so much that's happening behind closed doors. And that type of um, transparency, uh, as as Shea said, can only occur uh, if they're made to do it. So then we as artists need to get together and talk to our legislators and tell them that this is something that we care about. Yeah. Well, let's listen to a few more songs. Jay, you loved this song this year. So tell us about this song. Oh, my God. Everything I Need by Brittany Carter, local Chicago artist. You know, uh, I'm working on a project now called uh, The Divine Masculine. And as I get more into what does it mean to be a divine masculine, you know, energy, it's leading me more and more to women lyricists, women rappers. Uh, So many, like, female rappers out here that are are really, like— talking about society and talking about how to build community in a collective way, not in this, like, you know, one-person-down patriarchal way. And and Brittany, Brittany Carter really, like, inspires me uh, so much. And, and I, I call her up not to make music, 
but just to ask questions, you know, from her. And her music just really fills me up. Yeah. So I, I love Brittany Carter. That's yeah. wonderful. And Tammy, I want you to pick up where Shay left off earlier and tell us more about how much you earn from, from plays. I mean, do following <laughs> and, and just your thoughts on whether following the artists on the app, does that help you financially? You know, I think that for myself, uh, I think I am... Uh, Open up your pocketbook for us. And do- <laughs> <laughs> I think that if we had to say big bank take little bank, you uh, know, that would, that's the way that would play out. Gotcha. Um, for me, I, uh, I'm still in the process of blossoming uh, to a worldwide audience. So I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, my bank calling me and say, hey, that check is just too big, Tammy. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, if I could, the fact that as artists, we want our music to get out, right? And so we want this, we want to serve the music and we want to communicate with our audience. So the fact that uh, music that I make uh, here in Chicago is on this platform yeah. that goes all over the world. It's something that's really heartening. It's something that's really special. Um, and so I feel that as artists, we have this, um, it's a love-hate relationship, really. Mm-hmm. So, yes, my music is getting out there, but, you know, how do I have more control over how it's presented, yeah. when it's presented, to whom, and and do I get, how do I compete with the monolith, you know, record labels? So help us understand, Izzy, what do you want as an artist from Spotify? Um, Well, uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib actually uh, just, I believe, proposed, this was a couple months ago, uh, proposed a bill um, that would establish a statutory royalty program uh, to provide musicians with a reasonable payout per stream. So that's something that I would like to see. I'd like to see full transparency from these companies about how things like we know that there's payola happening, which is essentially pay to play um, stuff happening between labels and, and the, and the company play play preferred playlist playment placement. Um, I want to see how that's happening, who's doing that. And it should be illegal because it's illegal on the radio. Yes. (laughs) Um, I want to see, yeah, I mean, those are, and transparency about what they're doing with the data that they're selling, where their money is coming from, that kind of thing. Mm. I feel like those are the things that are baseline need to be in place from these companies before, you know, I feel comfortable. I mean, my music is on them because it's sort of like sink or swim. You have to do it. Um, I will say that spot uh, that title offers right now a user centric model. You have to pay twenty bucks a month. It's more than a Spotify thing, but that will ha- enable your um, streams the the funds from those streams to go directly to the artists. Yeah, so oh, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. So that's something to consider if you have money for twenty dollars. Spot- Spotify, if you're listening, <laughs> take a page from Title's book. Well, you know, in the meantime, we still got the music. Mm-hmm. I want to play one of my favorites this year (laughs) yours and everybody else's (laughs) if I see that dance one more time (laughs) so what you're not seeing Shay as you're not in studio is I am doing the TikTok challenge (laughs) the cuff it challenge this is obviously Beyonce cuff it her album Renaissance had a hold on me it's no secret reset listeners they've heard me talk about this album about a thousand times but you know 
I love it. Is that is that the goal for any of you to get on TikTok <laughs> to, be, to become a, to, to become a dance? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we go real quick round the table, how can listeners uh, do their best to support artists that they love? You first, Jay. Well, first of all, I would encourage everybody to to write to Spotify and tell them kick off Joe Rogan and beg <laughs> Neil Young to come back. We need <laughs> Neil Young back on Spotify. And and, and I also think, you know, uh, just, you know, monitoring how we show up on social media and what we're asking for and, and how we promote what we like on social media, sometimes yeah. – Personal interaction is better than making that concert poster and sending Mm. it to your friends. Love that. Okay, Tammy, you next. I think that as musicians, the best thing that we can do is connect with our listeners on an organic level. Um, Present our music on our websites as well as the other platforms. Um, Make sure that we sustain connections. I know, like, uh, it's sometimes it can take a long time, but when I come off the stage doing a show, I really try to shake each person's hand and say thank you. You know, just create connection, exchange energy from the bandstand to the audience and back again because that's what feeds us. And quick word from you, Izzy. Yeah. Go to a show and buy something from the person who plays it. (laughs) Exactly. All right, we'll leave it there. That's Isabel Reedy, lead singer of indie pop band Izzy True. We've got Tammy McKinn, award-winning singer, and Che Rhymefest Smith, hip-hop artist and humanitarian. Thank you all. This was fun. Thank you so much. Always fun to be with you. you. Thank you. Great talking with you all.